Hello, everybody. This is the Master Communicator, and I am thrilled beyond thrilled to be in your presence today. I have one of my favorite people on Luminance. She is vibrant. She is creative, and she has a huge business head. And I just love all that stuff about her. Now, as you know, Luminance is the place where we shine the light on people who are doing good stuff in the world. Well, she happens to be doing God stuff in the world. And so I want to introduce you to Blythe Daniel. Give her a hand. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm so thrilled to be able to speak with you. You're just one of my favorite people and so talented. So this is going to be fun. Thank you. Oh, and I'm happy. I'm happy to have you. Now, I want to tell the world who you are. You're a literary agent, author, and marketer. And your agency markets books through podcasts, blogs, and launch teams and represents books to publishers, including adult nonfiction, select adult fiction, and children fiction and nonfiction titles. And you have been the publicity director for Thomas Nelson Publishers, amen, and has spent the last 16 years as a literary agent. The agency represents new and best-selling authors, primarily in the inspirational market. And you are a mother and a wife, and you and your mother have co-authored two books, Mended, Restoring the Hearts of Mothers and Daughters. Oh, I love it. Harvest House. And I Love You, Mom. Cherished word gifts from my heart to yours. And that's Tyndale. And I'm just, I'm enjoying this journey before we even start, Like, Let's talk about this new book that you're I see in the background there that you're launching and I love you, mom. Okay, tell me about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Sharon, you know, my mom and I, um, we live in different states. And so when we get together, we talk a lot and we catch up because we don't get to see each other as often as we would want. But we were, we were just talking at one point and just saying, what can we give to a mother? you know, what does a mother really want? And we felt like it was word gifts. So words of affirmation, and I know you're big on this too, Sharon. Um, you know, what can we do to encourage moms? What can we say to them? How can we show them that they're really appreciated for all that moms do? Because moms do so much and rarely, you know, get thanked for it. So the heart behind I Love You Mom is that it is a book of word gifts to give to moms. So every, there's 25 different word gifts. Every um, entry in this devotional has a, a different word to just say, mom, you are faithful. You are abundant. Um, <clears throat> you are courageous. Like there's just ways that we want to be able to speak these words over our mom. And so we have a place in the beginning of the book for the person giving the book. So that might be a child or an adult giving it to their mom or a, mm -hmm. the mother in your life. It might be a mentor. And so there's a place for you to write a little note, which is really special for the mom to be able to look back on someday. And then every entry has a scripture and then a story. Maybe it's just a personal story from us or just bringing up a memory that you can probably remember in your own life. 
and then um, and then that word gift at the end. So the idea is just to to help mom feel appreciated and just to be seen and loved because because um, moms are the ones who rule the world, right? Like moms do so much. Um, so that that's really the heart behind it. I love I love the theme. How many mothers get hugs every day? And when they pick up your book, I'm sure it'll be a word hug. Every I love that. Day. I love it. I love it. So Blythe, tell me a little bit about your personal experience as a mom. And did you see yourself receiving a gift of this nature? I love that question. You know, Sharon, I became a mom later in life. Um, I became a mom at age 36. So um, I had always dreamed of becoming a mom and God's blessed my husband and I with three, one teenager and, and two preteens. I was about to say three teenagers. They're not quite teens yet. And I, I you know, the thing about um, becoming a mom, I have loved every little note they've ever given me, every little drawing I have them saved. And so I love that this is something that can be a legacy piece that um, moms who receive this book um, know how loved they are. There's a place in the back even for the mom to write some notes that stand out to her about what it's in the book and what her, her child or her loved one has said to her. Um, so I love that from a personal experience of being a mom, this is something I would want to treasure and keep. Um, and then for us to be able to, for my mom and I and our relationship to be able to encourage other moms and just be able to say, we know there's so many moms out there that want to express their love and that want to have their children and their grandchildren know that they really do love them. And so this is a way to give back words to mom to know that she or grandmom to know that she's loved. So we see it as really a legacy builder, a legacy mm. of love. That's what we would call it, of, of just passing down love, both from grandmother to mom to child, and then passing up love as well to, to the mom or grandmom in your life. And so that, that helps me, just like you said, with that personal experience. Um, to be able to say, this is something that I would love to receive. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I love about that experience is sometimes boys, people of the male species, dads and husbands, they don't know what to get mom for Mother's Day. This is the perfect gift. Tell us why. Yeah, thank you so much for saying that because, because really, um, I think, like you've said, men don't often know what to give their wife, maybe flowers again, but this is hopefully a lasting um, sentiment to be able to give mom. What we have said about it, Sharon, is that, you know, sometimes it's hard to pick out a greeting card for Mother's Day because like for my mom, she didn't have the best relationship with her mom. So greeting cards can be tricky, right? Because you don't always, they don't always say what you would want to say. Some of them are too flowery. And so this is like a greeting card, but more because it does have places for you to, to write in the book. Um, but it is saying what you would want to say to a mom without the flowery language. So it's very mm -hmm. honest, but hopefully life-giving and it brings, um, you know, it brings in the relationship that you have with your mom and so it is a gift that we hope that people will give for Mother's Day or for a birthday or Valentine's Day, whatever it might be, just to be able to say, Mom, I love you and I see you and I celebrate you. Well, I was posting on my social media about our wonderful interview today. And uh, for some reason, I got this text 
for my oldest son. Hold on, let me read it to you. And I think it was inspired by your book. So I just want you to know, you kudos to you. He says, good morning, mom. I hope you have a beautiful day. I love you and God loves you. Isn't that wonderful? I love that. That is so thoughtful of him to do that. And it just shows the relationship that you have. And he wants you to know how much he loves you. I love that. Maybe I'll get texts like that. That's awesome. Well, the reason why I shared it with you is I know he was inspired by the picture of your book. Thank you. You know, we love the warmth of the colors on this book. It does make me feel happy when I see it. And the interior has the same four colors that are on the cover. We wanted it to be a really beautiful piece um, for people to, to feel like when they open it, they are, as you said, Sharon, they're getting word hugs that literally this, this is a, a bright place in their lives because we all have gone through some really dark times in the last couple of years. And some of us have, have lost a family member I, I gave this book to someone the other day without knowing that they had lost their mom a few months ago. Oh, and man, when I found that out, I, I felt bad because I, I was like, oh man, you know, um, but I didn't know. And the thing is, she is a grandmother. And uh, I know that um, this is something that she can pro- probably even read with her um, daughter and with her grandchildren. And so I feel like even if someone has lost their mom, that this is a book mm-hmm. that they can appreciate because it's written to them as a mom um, and just affirms them for who they are. It'll take you back into some memories. Like I have a, a couple of stories in there about how when my mom used to come down to the bus stop in her robe, you know, and she'd wave goodbye. She just wanted to get the last goodbye in and have a great day. And, and then there's a, there's a story about, um, you know, when we were kids, we would stay out till, you know, till it got dark and even after and, um, and just like the freedom that we had. And, and, uh, and then another story of, just um, sneaking in popcorn or, you know, too much cookie dough and just some of the things that we did as kids. And, you know, we, we want, um, we want to respect our moms for sure, but we didn't know even then how really blessed we were. And moms might have given a little discipline for those things, but it was all out of a sense of love. And so um, hopefully people will will laugh through it. I've heard some people say that it's been very sentimental for them, Um, but we were just delighted to be able to share some of our memories and some of the things that that God's word says about the role of a mom. Well, one of the things that I envision um, is it being used as a tool to generate conversations at family events like family reunions or during the holidays. People can sit down with this book and they can go through and do uh, I Remember When. That's Just a great idea in the book. <laughs> That's a great idea. I think I need to hire you as my marketing person. You've got a great idea there because I really do believe that as mothers or grandmothers go through it, it, it can be a great opportunity with, with a daughter or a son to be able to say, remember when this happened to us or just to kind of go through some of the things that maybe we, you know, of course we have a version of a, of a, you know, a, a word to mom and then some, um, sentences after that, that just kind of tie in with that word gift. If it's you, you are courageous. And then there's some language that goes along with that. But the the person reading it might come up with their own words and they'll pop, you know, they could be better than ours. They'll probably want to write some of those things down in the book. So I do feel like it could be a great launching pad for conversation. So great suggestion. 
And a lot of stuff is going on in my mind. So let me just share one more tidbit. I see people visiting their moms in nursing homes, the older moms, and opening the book and sharing this love with them. And or maybe doing a virtual, a virtual reading of the book together. That's great. Oh, Sharon, that's so rich. I, I love that because what you're doing is you're honoring the the older moms who might not be able to even read it themselves, yes. who might not be able to get out and, and receive this copy um, by getting together in, in a gathering, but they can still be read too. They can still hear these words. I think that's an excellent idea. And, you know, you and I talk about words a lot because we're both writers and we know the value and the power of words. And it literally can change someone's disposition from, you know, disappointed or sad or depressed to feeling, you know, you know, more positive that just, you know, like they've been encouraged. They know that the outlook on life is different when mm-hmm. someone speaks positive words over them. So that really is such a tool. And I, and I see that not just for an older generation, but for those of us that have kids that are actively working and moving about, sometimes we just need to be reminded of how others see us and how, how blessed we really are. And I'm thinking that it could be a bridge for rebellious teens. <laughs> I, I think them, so too. Yeah. Yeah. To help them remember that moms are special. They are. Yes. So you like that spe- idea. You're a special mom. You're a special mom. And the love inside of you propelled you to write this book. So what do you want your readers to walk away with? What infectious sentiment or emotion do you want your readers to walk away with? That's a great question. I feel like we want them to walk away feeling like, you know what, things aren't perfect. Things not, have not always been perfect and always won't be perfect. But, but we have this relationship that we're, we're fostering, we're building, we're building into this relationship continually as, as a mom or a grandmother, or maybe you're a daughter and you're reading this book in hopes that this is the kind of mom that you can become, or you're a new mom yes. and you're wanting to, yes. you know, um, do you want to do things in a way that you know that one day your kids will say these things to you? Um, we just want women to really be encouraged in the role because there, there are so many different voices that have said moms that stay at home and raise children are insignificant or, you know, oh, you're just a mom or, um, you know, you can't possibly be a good mom because because you didn't have a good mom. So like we want to dispel some of those lies and mm-hmm. just be able to say that, you know, God has created you. Um, if you have children, you were created to be a mom. You are the perfect mom for your kids. Doesn't I mean you're a perfect mom, but you are the right one for your kids. And and I do feel like these words are from God to just affirm us in our role um, as women and as moms. Yeah. I love I love the book. I love the idea. Yeah, I might be a little prejudiced because I'm a mom and a grandmother, but I think it's a voice, a literary voice that we need to hear about right now because there's so much comfort. For those of you who didn't have moms that you thought glorified God, well, you can be that mom. I love that message. But if you had a mom and she was the bomb.com, then you can celebrate her. That, I mean, the book, it just, it encompasses so much hope and so much love. So 
tell me a little bit more. What's next? What's on the plate for you next? <laughs> Thank you for asking that. You know, um, I do have a heart for the younger generation. I spend a bit of time, you know, at our church helping with the elementary and the uh, junior high age kids. And so my daughter and I, my younger daughter, who's 12, and I have started talking about the need to write for girls um, ages, you know, eight to 12 on friendships, because I've watched with my girls, the, the disappointments that come as, as girls get older and friendships break apart or things happen at school that, that are just heartbreaking, honestly. And so we are talking about writing a book um, for, for young girls um, that would really help them see friendship and the way that God has put them in certain people's lives for a certain season mm. and, and the way that he would build into them and their character so that they can be the friend that they need to be. Because it, it is a tough field to navigate um, these days. And yet God's called us towards friendship. And so I try to encourage my daughters, both of them, one's 12, one's 14, that even though at times it can be rocky and painful, that God is always with them. He won't let them down even when, when other people do say things and, uh, that are hurtful. So that's hopefully what we're going to be working on. Um, mm -hmm. and then who knows after that? Um, so yeah, thank you for the question. That, that's a great one. I, I, I love being able to try to fit my heart's desires into a need that's in the marketplace. And, you know, Sharon, I've talked with you about that with your writing of how, how do we create what God's given us to do? and find the right outlets for it, the, the needs out there, the people that would be the ones that their needs would be met, hopefully by reading our words. And God, God gives us those because we've experienced the pain. We've experienced the things that we write about and that's why we would want to share it. So. And one of the things that I want to say to you is that you have been an inspiration to me. You helped me see beyond what I could see in front of me in the natural to see the probability and the possibilities that God has for us when we find the courage and the strength to look beyond what we know or what has been our habit and allow him through true surrender and obedience to do a complete work in us and prepare us for the next level that he has for us. So you are my girl. I love you. Girlfriend. I just love this girl. I really appreciate your perseverance and all that you have done for me, Sharon. You've, you've just been a wonderful supporter and you are a wonderful, amazing author in your own right. And I'm just excited about all that God is doing through you and your book that's going to be out um, one of these days soon. And we're excited about that. So thank you, Sharon. So I know some of my friends are saying, agent, tell me just a little bit more about what you do. And they're also wondering, wow, she's in the God market. <laughs> so if you could just share a little snippet, because I don't want my phone ringing off the hook saying, what was that on your show? Can I reach out to her? <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to, Sharon. Yes. So um, as a literary agent, what, what that really means is that I am the go-between the author and the publishers, the traditional publishers that are out there. And so I am working with the author to help shape their content, 
their chapters, their sample writing, and then a book proposal, which is like a business plan that you are writing about how you see your book in the marketplace and what you'll do to help promote it, and how it differs from other books. And so mm -hmm. I work with writers in, in those ways. And um, when I find a, a project that seems like a good fit for me and the kinds of projects that I acquire, um, then I'm able to express interest to that writer and say, hey, I'd love to work with you. And here's some publishers that I'm thinking about for your book. And so um, essentially, you know, that that's what a literary agent does. Once the agent starts pitching the book to different publishers, um, they would hopefully come back with an offer from a publisher and, and be able to work through the negotiation of the contract. But the thing that I love about what I do is the relational aspect of not just helping an author try to get their book proposal and their sample chapters written and get it mm -hmm. out to publishers, but it's all the things that come after that. It's, you know, signing the contract, but it's always, but it's also working up to the release of the book. So we talk about marketing, we talk about, you know, ways to engage with the readers um, as you consider, you know, different ways to let people know about the book. And so I, I love the whole aspect of it and mainly because of the relational aspect. So um, that that's what I do as a literary agent. And it, it's a lot of work. But it's a lot of fun. And I feel very blessed that I get to do that from a home office and raise my kids at the same time. So it is a super duper blessing. God, he always orchestrates things mm -hmm. that allow us to live our dreams, but also allows us to do it in a comfortable place. And anytime we hit a rock in the road or a, a big pothole, he's there to hold us and to keep us moving. That's what I see in your book, Blythe. I love you, mom says, love mom, because she is fabulous. But it also says we live in an imperfect world. And, you know, a mother's love is double healing, whether you received it or you're giving it. It's, it's so healing. I love that description, Sharon. And, and that is, that is so true because, you know, there are a lot of places that we could go to in this world to try to find the love that only God can feel. And he feels that through parent yes. relationships and moms are our biggest champions. Are they, I have one that is a huge champion for me. And I try to be that for my kids, no matter else that they know that they're safe in this home and that they're going to be loved on. I tease my kids a lot of it because even though they're almost as tall as me, I hug on them and squish them so tight sometimes because I know that the time is coming. Well, I will have to release them and let them go into the world and they won't be around here as much. And so um, I, I just want to give them the love that I feel is so deserving and it's not a perfect love. I, I, I mess up a lot. Um, they are, they are grace-filled and they forgive me, but I think that's just having that relationship investment where you can say, you know, I love you and I messed up yesterday. Will you forgive me? So we, we talk a little bit about that in the book um, as well about forgiveness, but uh, it is important for our, for our families to know that they're loved. Well, I also heard you're on your way to the Spark Media Conference. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing there. Yes, so we are going to be, our agency is going to be at the Spark Podcast Conference, and we are um, set up, setting up a table to have some of our books out there, of books that we have gotten published, and um, we have, um, you know, we have some appointments that we'll be taking with podcasters who are interested in knowing a bit more about writing and what it's like to have a literary agent, what does a literary agent do, um, so that kind of thing. So we're really excited. We'll listen to some of the sessions. I don't have a podcast. 
Um, but I love podcasts. I love being a part of other people's podcasts. And I did radio <laughs> back in the day. And oh. so maybe oh. I will someday when life slows down a little bit, maybe I'll get to do podcasting. But um, but I'm really excited and um, wish that we were going to get to have you there, Sharon. But I know we'll get to see you at another conference later this year. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, listening audience, guess what? I met life at the Spark Podcast Conference. <laughs> we did. So, Our good friend yes. who runs it put us together and she said, yes. you need to meet Sharon. And I'm so glad she did. And then that we got to see each other at another writer's conference. I love that you're in these places too, Sharon, that you're not just writing and doing the work behind the computer at home, but you're getting out, you're sharing your talents. I love being in one of your workshops and hearing your passion for writing and you're so engaging. And so it's so fun to think about the work that God's called you to do and that you're doing it so faithfully. Thank you. Thank you so much, Blythe. Well, we have reached the end of our time together, but I know I'll see you or we'll talk again soon. If our listeners or viewers are interested in contacting you, what's the best way to do it? Yeah, sure. The best way to contact us is to, first of all, go to our website, which is the Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E, DanielAgency.com. So go to our website, the BlytheDanielAgency.com and take a look at some of the projects that we're working on. We do have a, a submissions page and um, you can fill that out if you're interested in talking with me about literary representation or if you're interested in some of the marketing that we do. There's a place for you to, um, to fill that out. So that's probably the best way um, to get in touch with us. And we get that and we'll review it and we'll get back in touch with you. So thank you. Thank you so much, Sharon. And where can I buy the book? Where can my viewers, where can my listeners buy that book? Mother's Day is soon approaching. <laughs> thank you. Yes, we have the book is available on Amazon. It's also available um, at Barnes and Noble and barnesandnoble.com. And then some of your um, listeners and viewers might be shopping um, at target.com or um, christianbook.com also is carrying it. So any of those outlets um, will have the book. Well, thank you so much for being on Luminance today. It has been our pleasure to shine the light on you. And for those of you who are tuning in, we will be back next week. Friday at one o'clock p.m. with another guest. And I want you to know, guess what? I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it. God bless you and we'll talk to you later. Go buy this book, especially you guys. Go buy this book. Thank you, Blythe. Thank Have a great you. One. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.